Many people wonder where my secret lies. I'm not cute or built to suit a fashion model size. When I start to tell them, they think I'm telling lies. I say, it's in the reach of my arms, the span of my hips, the stride of my step, the curl of my lips. I'm a woman, phenomenally. I walk into a room. Hey, y'all. It's T. And guess who's back? Marie's here. (laughs) Y'all don't mind me. I'm going through a healing journey. And yeah, that's all I got to say. I ain't got to explain myself. And we have a guest. Her name's Audrey. Hello. Hey, babe. (laughs) And she is gorgeous. Oh, thank you. She is. (laughs) We are back. Episode 12. Dang, that mean I missed eight episodes. <laughs> no, you ass. <laughs> Shit. I got to do better. I might got to do some episodes by myself. Cause. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Vacation. <laughs> Y'all, we are going to talk about, is the strong black woman stereotype killing us? I say yes, it is, but y'all may think it's not. But I don't like having to do anything when a man is around. If I have to pull on a, 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 a cap a little bit too hard, I'm like, Jay, can you open this? I don't want to do anything when a man is around. That's just me. I would not like to do it, but I never had a man ever do anything for me. And maybe I am, like, they are killing us because I'm one of the strong women. I refuse. I don't want to be a strong woman, but I feel like men nowadays, they are too lazy. Hmm. Like, they won't even, like, it used to be back in the days, like, if oh you you know you disrespect like your friend your girlfriend like if a guy disrespect her or even call out her name the guys would be like ho ho like they were ready to fight mm-hmm. nowadays it's like yeah she is a bitch too I'm like huh wait huh child well I'm glad I don't have to do that <laughs> she's she's married babe she's, she's oh, married married <laughs> she is so you gotta protect her mm-hmm. yeah I do really good married. lessons. Mary Lay, trying trying to get where she at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, quote of the day. You are your best thing, Toni Morrison. Don't ever forget it. All right, so y'all know recently Meg got shot. Child, Let's address how everybody is making fun of her for being vulnerable and speaking about her pain. What y'all think about that? Well, people always going to talk shit. Like, everybody knows that. People always going to talk shit, but I don't feel like... Um, cause I know she's probably going through things and we don't know what she's going through and people are mean, very, very mean. mean. And it's sad cause even like listening to women that, you know, celebrities listening to them and how they want to attempt suicide because people are mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not understanding. Like people have lies. Things are going, you know, we're going yeah. through things and that we have to be more kind. So I don't think people should be mean, but you know, people are always going to talk about it and they're going to use her music because you know you are what you put out there. Right. So they're going to use her music as, well, remember you say you don't need a man like. Mhm. Last bitch give a get, fuck about. I need my feet. Right. <laughs> like that's what they're using. Like, I'm just like, but it never said, none of her songs never said she wanted a guy to shoot her in the feet. What? And she never said, none of her songs never said that she wanted a toxic relationship. So I don't know why people are making fun of her, but you know. I just don't understand why is there always a flip of the script when women decide to 
instead of making it seem like everything's all right, she's actually expressing that she's messed up. She's mm-hmm. fucked up She about the situation. Why is it that we don't get the liberty of being soft, feminine, and actually letting the world know that we're not okay? Because we're a black woman. Because let a white mm-hmm. woman say that she want to commit suicide. Oh, oh my God, we're going to get you help. Let a black woman say that. You hey, don't need it. I'm about, yeah, I really want to end my life. Right. Nah, it's better days. It's Everything's all right. You're going to be okay. It. Take that out of your head. Mm-hmm. Go pray. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what the hell? Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. Like, they're making a mockery of her, and I don't understand. Like, we're trying. I think we've been in, in, a, in, a, in a space for so long where it's the norm that anything out of the norm scares like the va- the the vast majority of of people for her to actually come out and say hey this situation hurt me i give her big brownie points for that Absolutely. because instead of when you internalize trauma like she's been shot okay she's yeah. not dead but somebody shot you but that bullet you we know. don't know what happened yeah. that night we don't know what happened before mentally this mm-hmm. could have been like built up from days this could have been you know what I mean mm-hmm. like anything could be traumatizing to someone just because it may not traumatize you it right. may traumatize me right that doesn't make it hurt any less or her feelings any less y'all stop making fun of her mm. pray for her and her friends and what she's yeah, going she through. give her support yeah like, be nice people like y'all do y'all do people have to be mean all the time like do you have <laughs> I to be mean some people it's thrive just, off of it yeah people thrive drive off it and maybe it's a coping mechanism for them maybe they don't know any way but to be that because they're probably carrying all that hurt and are scared to address it so it comes out it comes out like that but like us black women like just looking at the single mother the baby mama the you know the girlfriend that never calls you know you never like when um, she's getting abused, you never call the police on your boyfriend. Just looking at that, it just shows you, like, we always have to be strong. We never have a time. But let a guy do something, the, any guy. Who they call? Their mama? Oh, that's the first person they call when they sister. call their mama. They have, you know what I mean? Like, they always have somebody they're calling, like, and I'm just like, what? Like, why does, why does uh, like, us black women have to be strong all the time? Why can't we be vulnerable? Why can't we be weak? Why do we have to get over it? It literally goes back to slavery. I was just, I was just oh, trying to say. It does. Like, I the black woman has always been the that. backbone of the black community but in my eyes. when is this going to stop? Because I feel like we always use slavery, slavery, slavery. But when is this, like, okay, these curses, they're going to stop? Like, we in 2020. They stopping. Well, my generation is stopping with me. People been in the world for 2,020 years. And remember, we got before Christ, after Christ. We got... Right. We've been here for a hundred thousand years. Like, it's, it needs to stop slavery. Like, I, I understand it is, but it, when we gonna stop? When parents start talking to their children more and telling them about their history, and it's okay to be emotional, it's okay to talk, it's okay to do those things. That's when it's gonna stop. But every household is different. Is different. It's, it's definitely different, but I was gonna say that it definitely goes back to um, back to sl- slavery when you know black men were being ripped from their families and made to be in the fields, and then women were left to 
basically do what we're doing now. Play like they household. had to get raped for their man, have babies that's not from their husband. Cook, clean. If they were ugly enough, they worked in the field. Mm-hmm. Like, can you just imagine? They did all that and still were treated like shit. I, I mean, wouldn't have survived. I know. I would have been. I would have been one of the the hard and feather ones. Cause, like um, I feel like the men were a exactly. shoe. The men were like shoes, and you can step on the shit. But like women, we were barefoot. Can you imagine like shit on your foot instead of the shoe? You know what I mean? The shoe you can throw it away, mm-hmm. but the foot like you have to cut it off. That's how strong we are. Listen, shit. Listen, Marianne, I gotta take that cape off. Oh yeah, definitely take it off. Um, like, how do you, Marianne? How do you cope with stress? Well, when you're stressed out, what's some of your... My healthy ways of coping with stress is, like, yoga, writing mm-hmm. things down, dancing. Okay. Yeah. And then, like, my unhealthy coping mechanisms of stress is ghosting everybody, drinking. Mm-hmm. And being a single mom... You got to be strong because you ain't got no yeah, choice. Yeah, you have no choice but to be strong. And then but, everybody says, oh, well, you could have picked your baby daddy or, you know, they can help you with the kids. But I feel like as moms, it's either we take care of our kids or DCF take our kids. We have no, I can't even say like, hey, I, I'm tired. I need a break from these kids like at a hospital or at a police officer without them getting DCF and ripping my kids away from me. When they know like a mother, we live for our kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I have like, I, there's nobody that I'm safe with. I never thought about it like that. You're not safe at all. Like as a, but a guy can, like you know, your baby daddy can write you paragraphs of him how he gonna kill, and you gotta just find another father, and that nobody says anything about that. It's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, never thought about it like that. And Audrey, and since you are married, like, what what is the balance like for you as a black woman? Because you actually have help. Yes, I do have help. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, because of my mom, I do a lot in the household. Mm-hmm. So my husband is spoiled. I lay out his Trace clothes. Boyle. for I lay out his clothes for work. I pack his lunches. <laughs> you are that, that, that. I wake like the house his wife. underwear, socks, everything is laid out. You're beautiful. So. Sometimes I do get frustrated because I think he just thinks like, oh, you know, she likes this wifely duty. But I get tired. Babe, I get tired because he listens to this podcast. (laughs) I get tired. I love it. (laughs) Sometimes you just want to help. So we're still finding that that balance. balance. I think it's every day because sometimes, you know, days are harder for him. Days are harder for me. And the balance is off. Sometimes we have good balance. And some days I'm like, are you serious? Okay. Okay. It's a working problem. But that's a healthy marriage. What about, like, those unhealthy marriages where, like, I would say for pastor wives, them, you know, the pastor had a kid out of wedlock, and she still has to stay. For the sake of the congregation. She can't take that cape off. Because if she leaves, that man, you know how that congregation's going to. And it's crazy because, you know, her husband 
is the one that had the child out of wedlock. And she still has to stay in there and put up this, you know, face. Being strong for him. Being strong That's for exhausting. him. Because if she leaves, everybody's going to, like, dismiss her. And I was like, dang. That's that's exhausting. Let me tell you something. Pastor Wise, take that cape off. Take it off completely, yes. sis. Throw it in the trash can. Um, generations of men subconsciously see women as, ride, well, black women, as ride or dies in moments of struggle and adversity, yet prefer to look elsewhere for softness and desirability. How do y'all feel about that when it comes to where the rider dies, but the Latinas and the white girls are who they go to for comfort? What do you think about men like black men like that? Dumbass. Because <laughs> I feel like <laughs> my bad. Because <laughs> like I feel like well maybe yeah back in the days like looking from. The black women that, you know, I was around, yeah, they are right or dies. Mm-hmm. But black women here now, no. You're going to jail by yourself. Yeah, we're not tolerating I'm not that. holding that gun. Mm-mm. What? Cocaine? No, you can take that. Mm-mm. You just killed somebody? Nah, I might. It depends on who it is. I might I might get your back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I might cover up for you. It depends on who you kill. Mm-hmm. Like, circumstances. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, if it's for me, you kill somebody for me, I got your back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's accessory to murder, right? How long do you get for accessories for murder? They won't know. <laughs> but um, it's just, it depends. It really does. Like, maybe, yeah. Like, But I don't think, like, women nowadays are are right or die. Because mm-hmm. they're, like, they're, you got Sydney girls, you got Megan Thee Stallion. Like, listen to music like that. Mm-hmm. It's going to make you want to ride or die. Nah. It's going to be like, give a fuck about a nigga. Like, who? Mm-hmm. Especially, um, like, I feel like. If you want to ride or die for somebody, it's going to be somebody that you love, somebody that you, like, really, really care for. Because, you do, you know, we do stupid shit for men. I've done stupid shit for men. I ain't even going to lie. So, sometimes we all ride or die. Especially for that voodoo dick. I ain't going to lie, baby. That voodoo dick will make you do some things that you like, damn. What did you do? I didn't think I was going to do that for you, boo. I've never been a writer. I'm a writer, but when it comes to, like, real trouble, because I always knew what kind of career and what I wanted to do. So when it comes to, I'm a circumstance. Like, yeah. I've gotten calls from 33rd and broke up with them then as I denied hey. the charge. You have a cholesterol so, from, it's Jerry. Who? I'm not. Right. I'm I not am, answering this phone, bro. No, What's going it's on? Done. I never did JPay. I'm not texting no <laughs> niggas. I'm like, y'all got to pay to text somebody from jail. I did not know they were paying. You got to pay to text. You have to pay to like Everything. email. No, anything. like, well, I'm finna text a person from jail that's telling me like, you got life. What are you gonna do for me in jail? I can't even get none of your jail snacks. Love after life. I gotta see you jail snacks. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta send him jail snacks. That's crazy. He knew. But um, um, with the comfort part, I'm all for like interracial love. I don't care about that mm-hmm, type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think the mind frame of you thinking that black women are too aggressive because we're independent is not okay. Like I know other independent. There you go. <laughs> I know other independent women in other races that 
go through some of the similar things that I've been through. So you thinking that, oh, if I just go to this person or this race, I'll get something different. It's not true. Mm-hmm. It's not. I don't know. Same. Our aggression is black women get called aggressive. Latina women and white women get called, uh, oh, their attitude is spicy. Culture. And it's, and it's, it's a exotic. turn on. It's mm-hmm. exotic. Like, excuse me? So I'm an angry black woman when I hold you to your shit and hold you to your standards. But the white woman or Latina woman does it and it's considered cute. Why is that? I don't I don't get it. Like I got into an argument with somebody. I got to stay stop arguing with niggas on Facebook. Oh, especially on Facebook. <clears throat> and they were saying how when black women are bitter and upset when they date outside you're right. Ooh, first of all, no, we're not. Because I'm not attracted to half of you niggas anyway. That one a day outside your race. But when we do it, we get called all types of bed winches. Mm-hmm. Oh, we think we too good. Oh, you act like you don't know where you come from. So why mm-hmm. can't it be the same sentiment when y'all do it? Bougie, stuck Bougie, up. Bougie, stuck up. Oh, oh, you talk white now. Like, no, bitch, I've been talking proper since elementary school. Mm-hmm. What are you talking <laughs> about? But why is it? Well, why do we have to be bitter because you want to date outside your race? I don't care. Just don't disrespect us when you get on the other side. Mm-hmm. That's where That's it comes. It. That's where the disrespect comes in. Where you like, oh, now I'm with a white woman. So it's, fuck all you black women. Like Your mama was a black woman, sir. Right. Like, you came out of a, 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 a black vagina. Black pussy. So what are you talking about? Yes. <sighs> Breathe. Breathe. Normalizing chaos has become a coping mechanism for black women. Um, black women, the accepted idea that black women have extraordinary strength, but beyond that of other women, that we feel no pain, we don't cry, we don't need help, has done us more harm than good. There's been a lot of recent deaths of black women delivering babies. Why isn't it that hospitals don't take black women's pain? You're the nurse. I'm going to let you speak on this. No, I work in the health. I'm about to tell you guys. Why is it they don't take our, our, our cries for pain as serious as other races? Because they feel that women, you know, that say that they're in pain is we're being dramatic or we're acting like. I remember I was having chest pains, I would say, three weeks ago. Mind you, I work in the healthcare. Mm-hmm. I went to the hospital. Like, I, there are abnormal chest pains. And the doctor was like, oh, nothing's wrong with me. I have acid. I'm just like, you know, just, you know, do some pep. No, I was like, no, no. These are like, something's wrong with me. Like, mm-hmm. I know this is like coming. Can y'all do more tests? They didn't do no checks x-ray. They didn't do no EKG. What? And I'm like, do you guys know I work at this hospital? Like, and then the doctor was like, he even rolled his eyes. He was like, oh, you're just being dramatic. And I was like, oh. Yeah, they feel like us black people, like, because first of all, us us black women, we don't even, we go until the pain is unbearable. We have a high pain tolerance. We do? Yeah, we have a high pain tolerance. Because, like, a black woman can give birth without, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Without medications and stuff. It, it's crazy how we have a high pain tolerance. And I don't know if that's genetic-wise, mm-hmm. but I know this. So, like, because when you do the pain, to- there's always a pain tolerance chart in the hospital when you go in, and they always tell you, what's your pain? You know, you know, 
a Caucasian woman just looking, they'll they'll automatically say ten. Mm-hmm. When a black woman, mind you, she can be in pain and can be unbearable. She'll say five, six, because she's breathing. Yeah. She feel like if the pain is going to be unbearable, I won't be able to breathe until I pass out. Or, I, you know, I have to be, like, on my death pain. That's pain 10 for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's the reason. So they just think that we're dramatic or we don't. Or they do take us as uneducated because me working with doctors, too. They And I'm just like, excuse me, like, what am I? They'll call, They'll think I'm a cleaner. I can wear scrubs and they'll think I'm a cleaner or a housekeeper. Versus being a nurse. Yeah. They, that's sick. But yeah, for a lot of, that's why I always tell women, take care of themselves. Because they automatically, for black women, and I'm not even going to lie to y'all, for black women, they're automatically going to diagnose you while you're pregnant with preeclampsia. Automatically. Automatically. And like, oh, you need to have a C-section. Don't, you don't have to have a C-section. Try to push first, always. I always tell women, try to push first. Don't. Don't listen to them. They have a C-section. Especially when you have Medicaid, they're always going to go for C-section because Medicaid is going to pay more. You know what I'm saying? Once you have Medicaid, they automatically want to put that C-section on you. I'm going to tell you how it is. It's stuff like that that makes us put this cape on in the first place. Mm -hmm. You wake up, you look in the mirror in the morning, and you're like, how am I going to defeat everything and everyone I come in contact with today? I need a shield. I need something that makes me feel more powerful than the stuff that I come against every single day. So now we put this cape on and then we forget to take it off when it's time. But then it's, when you, it's a compliment in one hand, but in the other hand, when you're tired yeah, you're like, I and you're, you're beat up I and you need it. a break mm-hmm. and you need to take it off and you can't. But we don't have like no support. We don't have like no support group where we're safe as black women too. Like when I take this cape off, like that's my shield. So I take this cape off and people are going to shoot at me. Where are like, you know, my sisters that have the cape on because they're not tired. They're strong enough. Strong for me. We don't have like support groups like that. Because like even like, you know, your friends or like people, sometimes they don't understand what you're going through. You need like somebody that's going through the same things. You know what I mean? That can uplift you. Like, hey, I've been through this. Now, like, you know, we took our cape offs at a time and it's like rotating. Like, okay, one person's going to wear this cape. You're going to be able to take it off. We got you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, even though you're going to take the cape off, you need somebody back that's going to, you know, behind you, just like your husband. Mm-hmm. When you take your cape off, your husband is there because your yeah. husband is always going to wear that cape. And sometimes your husband has to take this cape off yeah. for you to, you know, because sometimes they're down. Men are down, too. It's not yeah. only us women. Men are down, too. Right. Right. Because so, I know, like, can you imagine women, like, we being strong all the time? So I can imagine men that... You know, we tell them to be strong all the time or, you know, like they yeah. grew up like where they had to be strong. They couldn't cry. I can imagine how broken they are. Yeah. Definitely. So. Um, black women are taught to push through, keep going and endure difficult times without protest, asking for help or even believing that we're worthy and deserving of it is a sign of weakness and vulnerability that we've been taught we cannot afford. Oh, Um. Can I reply to this? Yeah. Child support. I'm going to tell you why. Because everybody always tells you, as a black woman, mind you, the father's not helping you. As a black woman, they tell you, don't ever put that man on child support, right? Mm-hmm. I've heard that plenty don't of times. Don't ever put that man on child support. Mind you, this person's not helping you. You don't have no financial. You probably don't have a job. How are you going to take care of this kid by yourself, right? And they mm-hmm. always tell you, don't put this person. Ladies, if you don't have no help by that man, put him on child support. 
and don't ever take him off. I'm telling you guys, I'm a, I'm telling y'all from past experience, put him on child support. Don't believe in people telling you that because I feel like they always like, oh, you can be strong. Oh, or then you have your mom like, well, I did this without. No, you didn't. You had help. You probably have family. Like, don't if, put him on child support if you need help, like financially. Like, I don't like when people say that. Like, they always like, oh, well, you know, you're trying to put the black men in jail, which is understandable. But at the same time, if this person's not going to help, so why does she have to have this cape on? You know what right. I mean? Right, and struggle like, so, by Yeah, herself. like, that's not fair to her. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's, like, that's why I was like, that reply, that's one. That's the one good thing about that. Like, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. How, um, how do you ask for help when you need help? Are you one of those that are direct? Or do you just suffer by yourself, both of you and Audrey? Like, how do y'all deal with that? I go through stages. Um, usually in the first phase mm-hmm. of my frustration, it's more of a, you know, you drop the little hints there. Like, mm-hmm. you get louder when you mm-hmm. watch the dishes. <laughs> louder, you slamming pots. pots and pans. Because <laughs> <laughs> you should already know, then, you right? Know, right, like. <laughs> Clearly, um, and then I go through my stage of protest, mm-hmm. <laughs> which, you know, I'm going to leave that dish in the yep. today. <laughs> and watch him. <laughs> I'm going to see how long this pot going to sit in this, in this sink. And then I'm a cry, I'm a big crybaby. Ask anybody, like, I, that's just me. I cry. That's like, okay. That's yeah. my emotion. Mm-hmm. That's my number one. So then I, you know, finally break down, and then I ask for help. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, oh, you should have just asked. And I'm like, well. Open your eyes. Like, <laughs> like this, you see me, nigga. This house is not Beauty and the Beast. It does not take care of itself. Men don't like to work that hard. You got to tell them. It's like, no, you know, you're not living with your mama. I'm your wife. I don't have to go, like, go behind you and tell you to wash the dishes. Like, yeah. don't you see dishes in there? We ate out of those dishes. And I hate bugs, I, and I'm scary, and all that stuff. So I'm scary. I have to, like, I have to clean because it freaks me out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I definitely go through phases. Um... I wish I was a little bit more direct, but it goes back to me not wanting to feel like I'm nagging. like Or needy. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to get better. We got to get out of that. Gotta get I out know. Of that. I used to be that, too, where it's just like I don't want to inconvenience you, so I'm going to overwork myself yeah. and overstress myself. And then by the end of the day, I got an attitude, and you ask me what's wrong, you'd be like, nothing. nothing. I'm fine. Diana, you're not fine. If you don't know, then there's nothing wrong. When Diana do that, I'm fine. I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you good? I'm fine. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not fine. <laughs> but how do you ask for help, or do you believe that you're even even worthy of asking for Ugh. help as a black woman? Because you, it's like her. I feel like I'm nagging. I got two kids, like, and I do need a lot of help. <laughs> you need help. But I don't like to ask help because I feel like everybody has their life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like my consequences are not no one's consequences, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't even ask my family. I barely ask my friends. It's to the point, and it's really bad, I need to ask for help. It's to the point where I get probably, I have to, like, get where I want to, like, kill myself to ask for help. It's horrible. You don't need to let yourself get to that point. Yeah, but I we've do. we've had these I, conversations I know. before. It's really bad. I get to, like, that point because I feel like I'm bothering people because I need a lot of help. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to tell people, I'm like, I need help because then some people, they do, like, people that are not your friends, but you think they're your friends, they yeah. start acting different. Mm-hmm. 
they'll start like not answering your phone calls. Not you know what I'm saying. They'll they'll be the main ones telling you like, hey, if you need help, because like if somebody's gonna say just like D D tells me, hey, you want to talk to some. So I always ask, ask mm-hmm. D. I always text her because I know that I can help. But sometimes you have friends that tell you like, hey, I'm gonna be here when you know you need help or anything. Like just let me know and stuff like right. that. And then you don't hear from them no more, and you know. And then you just like then you get to a depression. Because you're like, dang, I feel like you guys said, you know, I'm not going to nag you all the time, but you said you was going to be there, and you haven't been there at least one time. You know what I'm saying? Then you get to, like, this depression, like, dang, am I doing too much? Dang, nobody wants me in this world. Like, nobody wants yeah. to help me. I'm here alone. Like, you get to that phase. So, so earlier you were talking about how we should rotate, you know, have the cape. that. So who are your cape sisters? Well, D is one of my Cape sisters. And then I have, like, a Cape brother. Mm-hmm. Like, Bo, my friend. That's my Cape brother. Because I always nag to them. I always be like, man, this is what I'm going through. Like, these are people that I know, like, mm-hmm. even though they, they go through their stuff, like, I can go to them and they can come to me, to be honest. I'm glad you have. Yeah, I, just I have sure it now. Yeah, I have it. They're not going to they're not gonna let me down. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. Do you have a Cape group? My family... Both of our families are very, very, very involved. That's good. Um, I live next door to my sister. Like, our garages connect next door. Like, <laughs> you can knock on the... So she know, like, Ooh, we need help. <laughs> you got cold. <laughs> open up. Mm-hmm. My sister's also a mom um, of three, and mm-hmm. she's a single mom. And we definitely help each other and support each other. When I'm going through, she helps me. When she's going through... I help her. Um, I could definitely count on my sisters and all of Andre's family and my family. They're very, very involved. So a lot of the stuff that I deal with as a strong woman, that's on, like if I had words written on my cape that would tell you the things that are keeping it tied when I need to take it off, it would definitely be work. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't want to like, jump into work, but we might as well <laughs> I can put it down in the it's, middle. It's definitely work. Like I work in a field that's predominantly women um, and white women. There's literally like two black women, including me, at my job. And I put on this cape at work because they come to me because I'm not afraid of speaking my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it professionally. I'm going to, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm going to do it the right way. But if something is wrong, I want to address it. Right. But now I have people tugging on my cape along, which making it making it heavier. Like, you know, like this is wrong. This is that. And I'm like, you know what? That is wrong. But they know that I'm going to step for a foot first and mm-hmm. bring it to the table. So you text me a couple of weeks ago and remember mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just going through it. Like right. everything, I can't be positive. I'm being so negative. Mm-hmm. It's, I had to step back and I was like, y'all save yourselves. For, I'm okay. You for, I'm okay. Stepping up for myself, but anything else, that's not my problem. You guys have to deal with it. Cause I can't, cause you guys are going home and you're taking your capes off. If you have capes or mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean? Right. I'm going home because, you know, most of the women I work with probably get paid more than me. Mm-hmm. Most of their husbands is because they're white men and right. have better opportunities. They are getting paid more. So they're financial. I'm dealing with financial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm dealing, you know, I'm dealing with so much right. going on in the world. Yeah. Black Lives Matter movement, mm-hmm. you know, can't say nothing at work really. Or, you know, you're considered the angry black woman. Yeah. Write that on my cape too. Like you get what I mean. Like, right, right. It's 
most of my stuff comes from work. It's like definitely work. I gotta wear two capes to work, y'all. Honestly, two <laughs> girl. <clears throat> My regular one and then my extra shield. Your extra shield for the BS that you got to catch when you go outside of the door. (sighs) But, you know, when we complain, they look at us like, why? You've been through so much more. (laughs) I I wish I was a a strong black woman like you. No, (laughs) that is is not a compliment. Or in the the health field. Those are your people. Stop saying that. What you mean, my people? Stop, stop. Don't don't tell me I wish I was a strong black woman like you because you have no idea. No fucking idea. Like, my white coworkers tell me that all the time, and I'm just, like, fuming on the inside because I can't say what I want to say because I'm in y'all space. And with everything going on with COVID right now, I can't afford to be fired. But y'all have no idea. That's 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 not a compliment. Telling black women, oh, I wish I was strong like you. You wish that, but you don't have to be that. It's different when you have to sit in this shit day in and day out. It's it's constant. It's Maybe constant. We should take away being strong as a compliment for black women. It's not. We that's should. the. I don't we want to that. have to be strong. I don't want to have to not cry. Like recently, I've. For the past two years, I've allowed myself to cry. Exactly. Like, before it was like, don't cry. Why are you? My mom was always, mom always told me, stop crying. Stop. Because I was crying when I was little. The the, t- the tiniest thing would hurt my feelings and I would cry. That's me still. Listen, I would, <laughs> I would ball. Stop crying. You need to be strong. You need to be strong. You need to hold your head up and not let the world get to you but that's all she knew and then i turned into one of these angry like always got to be tough like looking at other people crazy like why are you showing emotion recently who if i gotta cry i'm gonna cry there's some days i'm at my desk and i just start bawling because i have to get it out because i feel so overwhelmed if i don't cry right now i'm gonna snap on your ass and me snapping is not good but you know what's insane when people see a black woman cry they're like oh yeah like move out of my way. She's crying. Like <laughs> is that we're, we're not supposed to cry. Yeah. yeah, they take cover. Yeah, we're supposed to smile when they say the slick jokes and throw the shade. You're just supposed to be like, yeah, okay, Stacy. Mm, no, Stacy, I'm not all right 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 now. So you might want to move on the other side of the building, all the way on the other side of the building. Um, what are some of y'all self care practice? When, <laughs> yeah, you're a runner. Run, I run a lot. Um, that's probably the most thing I do for self care. I have a two year old. He sits on the toilet while I'm in the shower. He plays with his toys on the floor while, I, like, mm-hmm. while I'm doing my makeup, asking me questions. Like mm-hmm. it's because I work so much, you know. Mm-hmm. But running is definitely. I just go and walk. Sometimes I'll just go walk for five or ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Just get out. I recently started work, uh, walking on my breaks at work. Does, does it help? Yes. Okay. It definitely clears my mind. Um, it, I'm focused on something else, like my weight loss journey, like, or, mm-hmm. okay, like, it's a reset for me. Okay. So walking is definitely um, one of them. 
And sometimes I just like when no one's home and I could clean my whole house in peace. It mm-hmm. stays clean when I'm done with a room. <laughs> just blasting that old R&B mu- music and mm-hmm. just, you know, stuff like that. It's okay. It makes me happy. <laughs> what about you? Oh, me? You. Me, everybody. Yoga. I stretch, breathe. Yeah, when you be falling, does it hurt? Yeah, it hurts. (laughs) It hurts all the time. Yeah, I fall, girl. Because I be wanting to try to do a handstand. It's going to hurt. I'm not going to lie. But after, like, after a couple of falls, you get used to it. See, I might just end up falling and break my neck. Yeah, okay. It's a pillow. (laughs) 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 I'm just saying, I'm not going to lie to you. You might not break your neck. I haven't broke my neck. (laughs) No. I hope I never do. This table is not wood. <laughs> so late. You better. So I'm gonna need for you to find something else to knock on. I don't know, but you know. Well, if I believe it's wood, then it's wood. Okay. <laughs> this is oh, true. There you go. Okay. I just want to let you know she pulled wood out of her purse. I don't know where she got it from. I'm not sure what it, it is. It was a grinder, y'all. But mind your business. <laughs> but we had to yeah wrap that up. But she, yeah, I would say. um yeah, yoga, um, just mopping, gardening, self-care. I like to exfoliate my whole body. Yo, exfoliation. And kick my kids out the room, and I put the music up. And I hear them banging on the door. Oh, Lord. I just need, sometimes I just need, like, 10 minutes away from my kids. Because yeah. I have a breastfeeder. Like, while I'm brushing my teeth, she'll climb up the sink and breastfeed. Like, it's that bad. Like, oh, y'all ain't got no personal space. <laughs> no personal space, so. You know, all that good stuff. Cooking. I love cooking. Or I pretend that I do YouTube channels. I got a lot when of are you there. actually going to take that serious, though? Because you're funny. <laughs> but people are mean. I don't know how I'm going to deal <laughs> Disable, with that. Disable <laughs> comments. comments. Oh, you can do <laughs> Like they did on Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> yeah. I might need to do that. Disable yeah. comments. You can't say nothing to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing at all. Just watch. Thumbs up, thumbs down. That's all you get. Oh, that's okay. And I don't really care about the thumbs down. Right. I don't care about no thumbs. That could be a three-year-old. Right. The fact that you Mm -hmm. viewed. I just want to teach people, you know, and tell the people truth because people be lying to them. (laughs) You know, that's that's all I want a YouTube channel for because people be lying. Ain't that right? (laughs) Anyways. But, yeah, that's all. I just like, I I love self-care. I became a big self-care person this year. So anything that's, like, good to my peace. Mm-hmm. Masturbating too. I masturbate a lot. That's Masturbation good is good. Mm-hmm. Now I do it. Preach. Mm-hmm. Shout out to masturbation. Yeah. You, aren't you gonna? Are Are you still gonna start the 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 sex toy thingy? Yeah, I'm gonna do sex toy. I'm gonna do self care line. Don't. It's coming. Ooh. It's coming. We got this. It's coming. Yeah, because you know self love is the best love, guys. Yeah. You just love on yourself. Mm. Mm. I like to color. That's my thing. Coloring is fun. Don't even look good, but uh, the fact that I'm doing it for like just 30 minutes to an hour is dope. Mm-hmm. And I like dancing. I need to find me a pole to put somewhere. Me too. I want a pole so bad. But my kids going to be on this pole too. <laughs> I can just see just them. Just don't record it. I, just <laughs> I just feel like I'm not, I don't mind like for my kids to be on. It's like gymnastics. Like, why yeah. not? Yo, I, I can um, just imagine Journey on the best. I can see Anaya on the top. I just see Anaya. She's just like way on the top, just lying down. Like, you know what? Gymnastic. 
It's a lot. It's fun, but it's a lot of strength. Yes, yeah, it lot of strength. does take some upper body One strength. Of my it's friends, a great workout. She though. does like the silks and stuff, mm-hmm. and she invited us to mm-hmm. like practice with her and her friends. It, it's not easy. I thought I was gonna be cute, <laughs> girl. My arms were dead. Yo, like, you don't have upper body strength, after, and I do not. They are athletes, and they need to get paid like mm-hmm. it. Like, yeah. You'd be like, oh, they just on the shaking ass. No, do you know how much body strength it takes to pull yourself up on that pole and hold yourself? I remember seeing that video of that girl. What what city was that in? That fell? Oh, yeah. I was, it goes Broward. I was like, never mind. <laughs> well, mama hit her face and got back up, and I was like, I know she's supposed to be dead right now. Mm-hmm. I know she's supposed to be dead. That's that's a workout. It's really fitness. It I don't know why. Even yoga. Yoga takes a lot. Yeah, yoga takes thinking? a lot, too. Mm-hmm. All that, that's fitness. New. No. Y'all see everything we have to go through? Yeah. <laughs> too, too much. And they still don't appreciate us. What are we going to replace strong with since we're striking it oh, out? Oh, I got, I got that. Um, oh, put them out there. We're going to strike strong black woman with supple black woman. Somebody who is sturdy and capable but grows softer to the touch through wear and tear. Just like a piece of high quality leather. Ooh, supple. Supple. Black woman. We're not calling it. S U P P L E. That's it. S U P P L E. Supple black woman. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. Hashtag I'm supple guys. That part. Tag us in your pictures. Yeah, let me hashtag that right now. I'm thinking about it. Or for somebody else be like, we thought of that first. No. Yeah. No. Because on July 18th at 842, he said supple on Reclaiming My Power podcast. You're going to hear about the supple woman, woman conference later. What? <laughs> be like, uh-uh. You know, I'm, still I'm busting up in there and be like, look. Y'all have strong woman conference. Keep that keep right. that same energy. Right. Run me my coins. <laughs> and y'all were still breaking us down. Right. right. So mean. Run me my coins. Women, we got to be nicer. Even me, I got to be nice because, you know, I'm a shade thrower. I ain't going to lie. Because I feel like I've been bullied, so I be bullying people low-key. I'm not going to do that no more, guys. I ain't going to throw shade at y'all no more. I'm going to throw shade at myself. But I'm not going to throw shade at y'all. I'm going to be. I can't be a bully out here. I'm not But I'm not going to throw my bully card away right now. No, I'm not going to be a bully. But women that are mean, I'm going to be mean back. Oh, it's some mean ones out here. Because they need it. Um, they need it. I have to, rep, um, you know, sisterhood conferences and shit and trying to invite you to their pop up shops. And no, sis, I don't like you. You're mean. You're a horrible person. And I'm not coming ever, ever. I hope you're listening to this. Ever. <clears throat> ever. That's why I'm not there now. Mm, girl, listen, you're a very mean person. Why don't we? Well, I'm not going to say we because I give my, per, myself permission to cry anytime I want to now. Well, I cry. Well, yeah. <laughs> I have snot in my nose. I, I think you heard me cry before too. I can't help it. I yeah. even know when I'm on the brink of tears. I be like, y'all, I cry. One more thing, and it's gonna break. <laughs> I'm crying. It's my breasts break. be crying because you know you're breastfeeding, so oh, they got tears. Yeah. Like I hate crying sometimes, but I'm like, I'm crying, and then I'm like, let me collect this milk. <laughs> Like, like, <laughs> we all cry. <laughs> y'all want, I could cry right now if y'all want to. Like, that's how good I'm crying. Because we got that hurt in there. Hello. What the babies are crying. Listen. When my kids cry, I cry, and that stops them. I'm like, <laughs> and they be like, mommy. Like, that's how I feel. I'm like, y'all crying. I got to right. cry too. Like, what, what y'all mad at? <laughs> I'm mad at the same thing. Okay. 
Dang. Oh, kids, Ooh. I tell you. Why do you think some women don't give themselves permission to cry and internalize it? Because probably of what people tell them or their childhood. You know, some childhoods like, shut that shit up. Mm-hmm. I seen it. I seen it. Women, moms. My mom was just like that. Shut up, fuck you, something to cry about. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm already, sorry, I'm welts. already fucking crying. Yeah, like, like, these welts on me are not enough. <laughs> what did you think the hairbrush was gonna do, mom? <laughs> I'm just—they'll beat you. Jamaican, so right. Ooh, mm-hmm. I used to Girl. get a whooping and start crying, and they'll tell me to shut up, and I said, "But you whooped me, like I didn't understand, like, right. and you tell me to shut up, like, but you whooped me, you hit me, no, physical, the, the worst one." Shut up before I give you something. I'm already crying. So you beating me is just going to make me cry more. Yeah. Definitely the media. When, you know, hashtag boss bitch came out, you know, um, like stuff like that. And you see these movies, like I love me some Taraji. But she's always in that strong woman role. Mm-hmm. And you're like, dang, like, I'm trying to be like that when I grow up. I want to be an independent woman with this. and But they show you what type of woman you have to be mm-hmm. to have a penthouse or yeah. that job on top or to get to the top to where you need to be. So a lot of these girls are watching, you know, certain stuff on television thinking, like, this is what I need to do. This is the only way that I could get there. Yeah, TV does. Yeah. Because they're rich. The rich women, they don't cry. They don't cry over spilled milk. Yeah, mm. yeah they're basically the man I cry. eaters. I cry over friendship. I cry over breakups. Oh, I cry. Nowadays, I cry. it takes nothing. I cry. I cry when I get a cramp. I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. I'm crying. Like, like it was, what day was I was at work? Tuesday? It would just pass 12 o'clock. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I fucking hate this job. And I just start crying. I just started crying. I text my sister, and my sister is so mean. She was like, bitch, why are you crying? And you at work. You're actually working right now. I'm unemployed. I was like, I'm sick. I'm tired of this job. I'm tired of working. Yeah. I'm tired of acting like I like people just to collect a check. I don't want to be here. Yeah. So, y'all, it's okay to cry. I'm telling you. Cry that shit out. You'll feel so much better. I like crying is like a cleanse. Mm-hmm. You know, water is like a faucet. Mm-hmm. Uh, the faucet's about to, so you have to just cry it out and then. Yeah, it's definitely cry. Stop letting people tell you. Cry, or, yell. Yeah, don't pour, slash no tires. You can't pour positivity into you until you empty mm-hmm. out some of the negativity. So Ooh, can you, can you say that again? You cannot pour positivity in you if you don't cry out and pour out some of the negativity. Can you give me a mm. whistle, a hand plot? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that shit need a whistle. Like, yes. that ain't even need this hand plot. I need a to. whistle. Yes. Like. Yeah, I like that. Jamaican. Hey. <laughs> but, but seriously, sometimes you have to reset. And yours may not be crying. It may be all the things that we named, going for a run, going for a walk, reading a book. But Twerking. Twerking. Yeah. Boy, I tell you, twerking will reset. Stop letting these men tell you that you will hope for twerking. If that is your form of release, if, if that is your self-care, do it. Do it. Yeah. Y'all got it. And you know, me. I'm an advocate for y'all. Do mm. it. Twerk. Yeah. Everybody call me a hoe. So twerk. Yeah. Like, they just mad because they can't twerk. Because yeah, half of them want to be twerking anyway. And if you want to do an OnlyFans and get paid for it, sis, do, do it. it. 
do it. Do it. Because <laughs> the two that's talking about they not paying for it is 10 men that are. Amen. Preach. So do it. That's true. Get your OnlyFans Start page. that business. Even though they're Definitely. like, oh, lip gloss don't sell. Start that business. Ooh. I wear lip gloss. I wear lip gloss all the Start time. Start that lip gloss business. Yeah. I'll have like eight, eight, eight tubes of clear lip gloss. Me too. They're all different though, right? They're, they are. They're all different. One's one, like sticky. Yep, one's one sticky. Sh- one's more shiny. I'm telling one has a little bit of shimmers in there. Yeah. So don't tell me about my eight tubes of And then, you know, one gloss. got the little mint aloe, like, mm-hmm. you know, refresher. Popping. Uh-uh, and just because 100 people are selling lip gloss, you can be 101. Because I might not like eight, uh, 99 that are selling lip gloss. I might not like their energy. So yeah. I'm going to buy your lip gloss, you know. And, and you tell them what they got in their tubes. When 99 is sold out, right. yours you, may be the only one yours? left. And I have to get yours. And I may test something the beautiful. The only one, sis. Start that business. For real. Start that business and take off that goddamn cape. You don't have to wear it to bed. Take it off. Yeah, you don't. Don't bring it to bed. Don't don't bring your problems to bed. Because okay. I'm one of those, like, when I get home from work, like, Jay, he's bad. He'll just try to lay in bed. We got to go take a shower. We got to knock off this outside. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. sis, when you come in the house, leave it at the door. Like, have, a, like, a little coat rack at the door. Yep. And put the cape at the fucking door. I don't wear no bras no more, but if you wear a bra, take that bra, take that cape Yo, off. all COVID? Who? No bras. I hate bras. Mine's reached my knees, y'all. Girl, that's what you haven't seen mine. To me. Trust me, I'm breastfeed. I breastfeed it too. I'm still breastfeeding. It's hard. So I'm gonna. Uh, I'm about to put some aloe. I, <laughs> I'm about to get off this. It's an aloe treatment for your for your boobs? No, I'm going to put some aloe, and she's not going to want to suck it no more. Oh. oh. She needs to get off. She's about to be 18 months. It's that time. Oh, she ain't going to like that. I know she not, but it's that time. She going to bite the hell out of you. It was supposed to be 12 months and kick her out. I made her reach 18. Oh, it's that time. She oh, yeah, she got a mouth of the teeth, too. Yeah. She don't be biting you? Only when she fall asleep on me. Oh. I'll be like, girl. <laughs> 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 I be forgetting. That's my baby. I'm like, oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> right? You be forgetting. You like, dang, that's my child. Like, oh, bite down. DCF, don't call. <laughs> don't call. That's crazy. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna end this, y'all. So instead uh, of being strong black women, mm. I challenge any sister listening to this to start re- referring to herself as a supple black woman. Supple. One who is sturdy and capable, but grows softer to the touch through wear and tear like a piece of high-quality leather. One who is tenderized and humbled by lessons learned, rather than hardened by the bitterness of unreasonable expectations. We may roll our eyes at white women tears, but the gag is we ourselves have earned the right to weep more than anyone else. What a great irony that we judge those who manipulate their weak moments to their advantage while we ourselves are getting sick and dropping dead from refusing to admit that we have any. So the next time someone hurts your feelings, sis, tell they ass. Next time you need help or want to be supported the way you support others, ask for it. Next time a responsibility being placed on you by your family or community is threatening to snap your back in half, just put it down 
Let someone else do it. Let someone else help. Cry when you need to and be wary of those who act like you don't have a right to. Black girls may be magic, but we're still human. Anyone who tells you different is lying, even if it's one of us. What's the affirmation? I am a supple black woman. I like that. <laughs> Ooh. Just on time. <laughs> All right. So, Audrey, you want to drop your social media handles or do you want oh. people following you? I mean, y'all can, but I don't even know my social media. <laughs> it's okay, girl. Hold on. Give us a second. Um, She's a mom. Um, My IG is underscore Audrey underscore Elizabeth underscore. Spelled regularly. You could Google it. <laughs> Audrey Elizabeth. Marianne, what's your social media handles? Well, my business social media is T-I-M-A-R-I-E-N-A-T-I-R-E-L. T-I-M-A-R-I-E-N-A-T-I-R-E-L. Follow me. I'll be opening up on August. I'm ready. I'm ready. Man, I'm excited. Y'all not ready. ready for what I got. <laughs> I'm ready. And, of course, you can follow me, Illuminati. Yo, I got my own little own little uh, motto and little brand thing. So it's Illuminati, the face, the body, the voice. And, of course, follow Reclaiming My Power podcast. If you haven't followed us, do so. If you don't want to, ask your baby daddy too. But that's it. We're done. Average Joe, put your um, social media. We got him recording for us. Yes, the engineer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, y'all can just follow the website, man, theaveragejoemedia.com. Uh, You'll find Reclaiming My Power podcast on there, on the um, client directory. Well, you it. got a website now? You okay. got a web. You got a <laughs> you website. You legit legit. Yeah. You got a website. Right. He, said, he said don't even follow his social media. Follow the website, okay? <laughs> He's paying for that. <laughs> Did you add, like, a little link uh, for us to donate yet or no? No, nah, I'm still working on that. Hopefully by end of this month. I have, I have it. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and get that on there then. But that's, yeah, that's, that's it, it, y'all. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.